When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Armando Breyer could be going out on loan, Conor Gallagher set to stay, and Trevor Chalobah to see out the season at Stamford Bridge. Hello there guys, Daniel Childs back here again, it's deadline day, but it's a very quiet deadline day on the Chelsea front, and as a content creator, selfishly, that's probably a good thing, and I actually think from a Chelsea perspective long term and for this season... That's also a good thing that Chelsea aren't doing something dumb. I mean, they still have hours to do something, so you can never quite trust Chelsea. But given the stories we're going to touch on in today's show, I feel like this is kind of going to be it. And I think the narrative around this window might be a frustration from some quarters that we haven't done business. But then also, if your analysis of Chelsea's business is very critical and you don't really trust the people in charge to make good decisions actually waiting around and not doing anything and keeping your powder dry maybe is a better alternative before we do get into that if you haven't seen my rational perspective on the liverpool debacle last night i did post a review this morning i absolutely despise 8 15 kickoffs i hope they don't come back again anytime soon but it seems like they're here to stay so that's my re- why my review on youtube took a little bit longer uh, to go up and, and uploaded it this morning so please go and check it out if you haven't already but a couple of stories to touch on so I feel let, let's start with the one that could go either way there's an Andre Santos one in here as well but Armando Breuer this is the one that kind of is up in the air that very much could go either way uh, Breuer in recent weeks has it's become clear that he has been available originally Chelsea was setting like a 50 million permanent fee I think they found out very quickly that no one in the market was going to be paying that sort of money at least in this window And over the last 24, 48 hours, Chelsea have kind of been beaten down into a place where they're now open for him to go out just on loan. And maybe with or without an obligation to buy. The latest report at the time of recording, and as I say, I stress at the time of recording that you have to on deadline day, Matt Law for the Telegraph on the live blog reporting that Breuer currently is in no man's land as Fulham are stalling over a loan fee. Uh, apparently Fulham are currently refusing to pay the 5 million fee Chelsea want for Armando Breuer to go out on loan. Wolves are also balking at that loan uh, figure. Chelsea may be forced into another rethink on Breuer if they want to send him anywhere today. Chelsea had initially hoped to sell Breuer for 50 million, as we already said, but it now remains to be seen whether or not they have to drop their loan asking price to under 5 million or, f- or whether Fulham or Wolves blink first. So there are two scenarios here. Either one of them do blink and Breuer goes out on loan. And of course, we keep him for the rest of the season. Now, I'm very much of the belief, I just don't think this is a smart play. It comes down to something that's very obvious, very simple, but I think it's very hard to argue against given all the overwhelming evidence we have this season. It comes down to squad depth and it comes down to injuries. You can sit there and be of the belief that Armando Breuer is not good enough for Chelsea and may not score 10 goals between now and the end of the season. And actually, as a player, him going out and getting development time at Fulham, just for his own career at Wolves, it is better for him, right? But can we be sure at all that in two to three weeks' time, Christopher Nkunku hasn't pulled up with another injury issue, Nicholas Jackson pulls up with some injury issue, Cole Palmer goes down injured, 
anyone trying to say that we should be settled and calm and confident that those things won't happen between now and the end of the season, I think you're fooling yourself. I hope, I pray that if we let Breyer go, suddenly all of our injury woes are behind us. But I think it's just you're playing with fire. And again, it's just about squad depth. It's about squad options. And as we saw last night, Chelsea really lacked a focal point. That isn't to say that Breuer is the solution, is the long-term answer. Is he good enough for Chelsea? I still think people coming to a conclusion on Breuer as a player have come far too quickly, given how patient they are with other players in this squad. I've gone through that hypocrisy before. But in the case of this, that's why I'm more leaning on if you're not getting a replacement in, which we're not because of Duran being injured, we're not we we're not touching um, Karim Benzema. We're not doing anything else. I would just keep Breyer for now until the end of the season. Again, if I'm just looking solely at Pochettino, if I'm looking solely at squad depth from a footballing point of view, from a financial point of view, we know this with FFP profit and sustainability. We know that, that there is a reality here that if one of them do go with a, a certain loan fee, and they've done this deal with Ian Matson, that. Chelsea, I think it's like a 5 million loan, isn't it? Or something close to that. Where Chelsea, when they hope Ian Matson, which is looking likely at the moment because he's playing really well for Dortmund, will eventually go to Borussia Dortmund. They're going to get around 35 million for him. I think the same logic is being applied here that Chelsea could get extra on top of an eventual departure fee for Breuer in the summer. Financially, you don't need to be an expert to understand why Chelsea are looking at that. But then again, it it comes to this very, you know, it comes to this friction, it feels like at the moment with Chelsea regarding financial decisions over squad player, um, squad trading, you know, player decisions, how you're going to get the most out of players, the position the club financially have put themselves in. But then also what is actually best for the current first team? How are Chelsea going to be a better team? How are we going to get the best out of the current group of players? So I, I would be quite concerned and I, I'm not going to sit here. I, I'm, I never want to be, I told you so. But if in a couple of weeks time, everyone's moaning, Breuer is gone and suddenly players are pulled up injured. I mean, listen, that's that's we have enough evidence to know Chelsea from an injury point of view are, are very fragile. So that that's my one reservation to it. And li- listen, if you, if you just want to blow past that and you want to say that's not relevant, fair enough. Yeah, that's your point of view. Again, I, if that is your point of view today, then again, you have to kind of mitigate and understand and appreciate that those injuries could come further down the line and and our options could be limited. So as well on top of this, another loan is Andre Santos to Strasbourg. Not the most uh, shocking and it it kind of feels like Santos couldn't go anywhere else. So we're like, let's just use our own club here. Uh, For Andre Santos, I think it's a little bit disappointing maybe. But I have said this before that, you know, I'm not someone who sits here and, and promotes the most... Uh, bourgeois loans and and it has to be a really trendy team Santos goes there he plays regular football we saw David Dacha Fofana come off the bench and assist for Burnley last night it's about him just getting solid minutes week in week out and Angelo has gone there and done well so if he gets that loan hopefully for him he gets football for the rest of the season the final two things to speak about here Trevor Chalabar Ben Jacobs reporting that Chalabar is happy to stay at Chelsea until the summer and build his fitness unless an ideal offer arrives he has had loan interest from Forest, West Ham, Madrid, Atletico Madrid, that is, this month, but nothing has materialised. Uh, apparently, Chalabar would like to join a club with European football or likely chance of getting it next season. No guarantee he departs today now and nothing is advanced with any club as of Thursday morning. So again, this one could turn around very quickly, but it just feels like the stars are aligned that Trevor Chalabar is never going to leave Chelsea Football Club. The, the number of times... 
sliding doors moments. I mean, you go back to the summer of 2021, wasn't it, when it looked like we were about to sign Jules Kunde from Sevilla and Kurt Zuma left and there was a feeling that Chalaba can maybe be sold permanently but also talks of maybe a Valencia loan. He remains. That's when he makes his breakthrough the following summer again. Chelsea going in for, for Jules Kunde, trying to make that deal happen. It doesn't materialise. Other centre-backs Chelsea going in for and eventually Trevor Shalaba remains as well because he's also been phased out by Tuchel at that point. And again here, it felt just an inevitability that he'd be making a move away and that hasn't happened this window. Part of that, of course, has to do with his injury situation. But now he has returned. I mean, I'm going to say this and this is not a prediction that he remains a Chelsea player beyond this season. But given that he remains and now he's coming back fit, if he gets an opportunity... I have a lot of confidence that Trev will quickly reassert himself in the Chelsea starting eleven, And then I think it becomes a very interesting conversation, which, you know, I think for Chelsea it is one that I'd like to see had regarding Chalaba's future. But in that sense, uh, maybe he's just looking at the situation. I haven't had the best of times of injury that has maybe hurt my ability to go out on loan. Let's wait and see. Maybe I get some football for Chelsea because of the defensive problems we've had. And then in the summer, maybe a, a more uh, favourable market comes available for him and he still makes the move elsewhere. But we will see. The final thing is obviously Conor Gallagher. Um, luckily, nothing at the time of recording says that Gallagher is moving. And I think Chelsea, again, maybe have set their price very high that has scared off the likes of Spurs who have previously been interested in him or other teams that maybe are having a look at him. Until a new contract is signed, I you know we are always going to be in this limbo state with with Conor Gallagher at the moment, and it, at the current moment it doesn't seem like that's shifting. So you, there, there's still a very real possibility that even before the summer we hear murmurings that he will be moving on from Chelsea permanently, and uh, his performance level has dipped in recent weeks. There's no denying that. Along with a load of Chelsea players last night, had a really poor performance. Uh, I think it is a relevant conversation, especially in the position he's being he's being played in at the moment. That you know, especially with Chuck Mecca returning, who could be more suitable to that role. You know, will he find himself maybe struggling for for regular starts? But um, he still had you know an impactful season, a better one than last year. So we'll see how Gallagher goes for the rest of this year. But I think it's good that Chelsea haven't made a rash decision on him, haven't looked to sell him on. But then again, I, I always did think if we weren't going to sell one academy graduate, other players would maybe make way for that. And in part, a loan for Matson with a fee to Dortmund has been one of those. And another one looks like it could be Armando Breuer, maybe or maybe without an obligation to buy. So it looks like there's going to be no frantic, crazy moves. I still think that's the right decision for Chelsea. I think at the moment it's just about waiting till the end of the season to see where Chelsea land, to see how the squad looks and to give the players we have invested in more time to develop. I don't want to see more stockpiling. We did a lot of that last year. And my hope is between now and the end of the season, some players can really step out and, and prove to be a core from this massive spend because not all of them are going to work out. That's just gen, general football knowledge. Like it's just it, the numbers are and the reality is that not every signing you make, especially when you make a big bulk of signings in the same time, not all of them are going to develop in the way you want them to. But I hope a core can be found between now and the end of the season. And then in the summer, we can then pick out maybe one to two areas where you are looking to upgrade rather than mass change again. And actually, the the, the targets... I, for me, I think between now and the end of the season, the Chelsea sporting directors, the ownership, have to appreciate a balance. They have to appreciate that 
they have invested in a lot of young players, but now it's time to invest in some ready-made players. I'm not saying buy 30-year-olds, but I am saying I understand buying players for the future because of their ability to get better for their eventual sell-on value. That's just a, a business reality. But in also understanding what makes a good squad and a good squad is it should be compiled of young players, yes, developing players in their prime and players near the end of their careers. I think you should have all three in your squad. Um, that's the, the nice marriage. And unfortunately, Chelsea are too lopsided in one way. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of the frailties we're seeing at the moment on the pitch are because it's just too inexperienced. So can and will Chelsea be able or have the willingness or the the principle behind their transfer strategy to change that, you can let me know in the comments below. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this show. If you're a Chelsea fan and you want more carefree content, please do hit that subscribe button. Really helps the channel out as well as the like button and sharing it around with friends so more people can get involved in the community. And you can follow Son of Chelsea across socials at Son of Chelsea on TikTok, on Instagram and on X. Thank you. Podcast Network.